What is going on, Vantage Point? This is Nick. Man, we are so glad you're tuning in again to another episode of Vantage Point Podcast, where we bring insight, keys, and perspective to everyday living through the lens of God. And like I said last week, this is our summer series, our signature series, Summer Takeover. And and we're so excited that that you're tuning in. Uh, This is a series that we started a few years back, and it's kind of become the staple in the summer months. And so, like I said last week, this month for June 2023, we're doing the same thing, just a slight spin. We're going to be listening to some younger uh, generation of of Christians and believers and influencers. And last week, we heard from Ryan Newsom out of Dallas, Texas, and we're not going too far uh, for week two. And so I'm super excited of who we're going to have on today. And then, like I said last week, July, we're going to shift it up a little bit, still persons of interest, but we're going to be focused on Jesus and therapy. So we're going to hear from some more influencers, some therapists. We're going to talk about mental health and the power that it has coupled with Jesus Christ. And you don't don't want to miss that. But for right now, right now, I want you to tune in. I want you to lock in. This young woman of God is going to bring an awesome, awesome word to the Vantage Point stage. It's our first time here. And I want to introduce to you all Charisma Demars. Well, hey, hey, everyone. As he said, I am Charisma DeMars, and it is such a privilege for me to come on and join you all today. Um, And I absolutely love um, this podcast, Vantage Point, and I'm so grateful to be on here today. And today is just going to be really chill. I'm just going to talk to you guys just about a few things and something that the Lord wanted me to speak on today was um, kingdom authority. And so, um, you may know me by my name, Charisma DeMars. You may or may not know me. Um, however, um, that's my government name, Charisma DeMars, but it's not who I am. Um, some of you may ask, uh, who am I? Well, um, most people would introduce themselves as Charisma, but today I'll introduce myself as a daughter. Um, I am a daughter of God. And a lot of times um, when we introduce ourselves to people, we tell them, Rather than who are we, we tell them what we do. Like um, people will ask, who are you? And you'll say, "Uh, I'm Charisma. I'm an attorney. Um, Or I'm Charisma. I'm a doctor. Or I'm Charisma. I'm a teacher. Or I'm Charisma. I'm a pastor, a prophet, or whatever that may be for you. But um, more so, our first identity is in Christ. And he gives us the identity as a son or a daughter. And so um, when we look in the spiritual aspect at the kingdom of God, um, it really is no gender. But when it comes to the earth realm and things of that such, um, we are able to say, I'm a daughter of God. I'm a son of God, things of that sort. And so today, uh, every day, I'm a daughter of God. Um, That's just who I am. And so um, I want to give you a bit of insight of what Um, I've learned about being on this journey as a daughter of God. Um, So first off, um, I really didn't understand in full totality what it meant to be a daughter of a king. And um, when I first came into um, the things of God, I grew up as a pastor's kid. And honestly, I really didn't um, like church. (laughs) I wasn't. Uh, I was heavily involved in church because, of course, as uh, if you're a PK, you know, um, you know, 
every aspect of the church. Uh, your parents usually tell you, you know, where to work and all the things. But I didn't find myself uh, wanting a relationship with God. If so, anything, um, it pushed me more so to not want a relationship with God, just because I saw the inner workings of things and just um, just the way people were treated and things of that sort. And it really pushed me away from God. And from a young age, I was always told um, I would work mightily in the things of God and just work heavily with God. And I would always say, definitely, no, that's not me. I remember telling my parents uh, at a young age that as soon as I turn 18 and I get out the house, I will definitely not be in church. I will not be working for God. I want nothing to do with him. And however, God saw fit to do things a different way. And I went into ministry. Um, at a young age, God snatched my whole life and I ended up submitting myself to God. And after that, I went through um, a really um, interesting um, turn, whereas me and my parents ended up moving and um, my dad, he would go and help other pastors and leaders plant their churches. Um, and so um, we went to this one church. It wasn't that um, great of an experience. My dad actually partnered uh, with one pastor and it was my first church experience outside of my parents and my first church experience actually being saved and in the things of God. And so with this church experience, it was the absolute worst church experience that I've had. And I'm pretty sure we all have that um, testimony of we just it, that testimony of where just that one church, it just wasn't a great experience. And so through that, it really changed uh, my perspective of how I saw the things of God and how. Um, my relationship with God uh, grew. And so from that point, um, I remember I was just like, I was really hurt. I was really devastated. But from there, I was like, okay, cool. I'll stay in the things of God, I guess, but I'll do it my way. And um, from doing it my way, um, I my relationship with God took a turn. And more so rather than seeing him as father, I saw him as Lord. I saw him as king. I saw him as master and that fear of God was still there, but I never knew him as father because the way that it went, I felt as though I had been let down and disappointed exactly the way that I thought it was going to go where when I had the preconceived notions of church before I actually got saved. And so it seemed as if to me, it was like everything that I thought church was before I got saved, when I actually got saved and try, gave it a try, it was proven to be true. And so it really um, left the breach between me and God. And I felt as though I could no longer trust him. I felt as though um, I wasn't protected in that. I was just like, God, why would you allow this to happen? Why would you allow things to take place like this. And even just in my personal life, um, just from childhood, I always wrestled with this thing of God, why, why do you allow bad things to happen to me? Why do you, why do you allow these things? If you're supposed to be my father, you're supposed to be my protector. Why do you let these things take place? And so it was really hard for me to see God as a father. And it, that made it really hard for me to submit to him, even as a daughter. And so when I finally came into this point in my life where I was just, I wanted more of God. I wanted, um, I just, I knew there was more to him, but I didn't know necessarily how to tap into it. And so I came uh, to college and I came to in contact with this phenomenal church that I go to. Um, shout out to my apostle, Pastor uh, Apostle Katria Bell and 
Ignite Church Tulsa. And I was really uh, bleeding and just hurt. And I didn't know it. I was still operating. I became used to being dysfunctional and operating as a dysfunctional person and walking around able to complete tasks and things of that sort with a smile on my face, but really heartbroken within. From that, I was able to sit down, take a backseat. Um, I really um, stopped doing itinerant ministry. I had been traveling and things of that sort. And God really put that on a pause on a pause for me. And um, it really allowed me to take a backseat and see where I needed God to actually come in and heal me in those places. And from there, it gave me the perspective of where I was able to tap into a place with God where um, he, he took me on this healing journey where I was able to begin to heal and develop and cultivate not only my gifts, but who I am as a person. Um, I just want to let you know, this was not an easy journey. This was not a quick journey. This was actually a process. And I know that within this generation, we are definitely not used to process. Um, they call us the microwave generation, but I definitely believe and I'm praying that God will turn that around where we will then become a generation that is not so quick and eager to get to success, but we would hone in on the journey and the process um, that God tries to take us through so that we can have success that will endure. And so um, a lot of us, we go through these microwave processes and then we get to the platforms and to the stages. And then when we get there, we have a great fall and no, and everyone is trying to figure out, oh, well, how did this person fall? They were doing so great. But it's really because they skipped over steps within their process. And so through this um, time, the Lord has not allowed me to skip any steps whatsoever. And it's been a tough journey. I will say that, however, but it's been amazing. And I've learned to just dive deep into the process and allow God to do the work. And it's better to just go ahead and submit rather than fight him on this. And so I found another level of peace, another level of joy, another level of love in submitting to God as father. I found that um, God really, really, truly does love me and want the best for me. And with that, we take correction and God correcting us and sending accountability and people into our lives as a bad thing. But the word says that God chastises those he loves. He chastens, he chastens those he loves. And so um, understanding that when God corrects me, when God um, sends people in my life as accountability structures and um, sends them in, to um, really hone in on the places where I need growth. It's a form of love. And um, it's even like he began to open my eyes to it being like a parent. Um, sometimes we know our parents love us, but sometimes, um, I don't know if any of you grew up, but I grew up uh, where our parents would whip us. And so um, when we did something wrong, our parents, they would whip us, but they would come back and tell us, um, hey, this is why I'm whipping you. This is why you're getting in trouble. And so sometimes, um, God, it's the same way with him. He will um, chasten us and tell us, hey, this is wrong. Therefore, you have to face this consequence, but you have to face this because you did that. And so that's that form of um, correction. So it's not all peaches and cream and he'll sometimes correct us, but it's just that form of love. And so just tapping into that place of love and trust and peace with God. And so with that being said, um, this this time back got back into this kingdom authority. A lot of people have tried to skip over the process 
uh, becoming sons and daughters to get to the gifts and the power and the authority rather than sitting in that process and saying, hey, I just want to rather than a title, I I just want to be more like Jesus. I just want to show the love of Jesus. I want to become one with the father. I want his mind to be my mind. I want his heart to be my heart. And having that tangible, that thing of where you really truly become one with God and then giving you that tangible love. um, A lot of people have skipped that process. And now we're here to this point where we are operating in gifts, but have no power operating in gifts but have no authority operating in gifts but have no love we literally walk around and people don't know who our father is we literally go to our jobs every day we go to school we go to um, the grocery store we go to restaurants and people aren't able to tell the difference between the world and the church why is it that you walk into work and people don't know that you serve Jesus because of the way you love them? Why is it that you are not bearing any fruit? We've run into a generation that has become so um, enticed by the fulfillment of the accolades and things of that sort to where they were rather the hand claps of people who can't, who don't decide their uh, final destination, heaven or hell, um, to where they have changed the teaching for the platform rather than truly standing and saying what God is saying for this generation, what he is saying for our world. And so at this point, he's raising up people who he can trust to be and uh, who who he has called them to be and say what he's called them to say, who won't waver the standard of God and who will truly declare what he's saying. And so with that, people are beginning to understand the true power of God. Um, and it's about to be a dynamic change to where it's a, the lines are about to be very clear and you're about to see where people can, um, you're about to see where people can truly identify who you serve. Because even in the Bible, the Lord talks about either you love me or you hate me. You're for me or you're against me. And I know that I'm that type of person. You're for me or against me. There's no in between. Um, Either you hate me or you love me. And so um, I'm just that very direct person. And so God is the same. Like you can't be uh, great with God. It's a kingdom thing where now the perspective of the church is now coming into true alignment of who God has called them to be. It's no longer a thing of of being in the four walls of the church. And throughout generations, that's what the enemy has been able to put in the church of, of, of where we only operate in the four walls of the church. I only want the mic. I only want to sing. I only want to prophesy in the church to the same 20, 30 people. Well, God didn't call the church to do that. He called us to go out um, and he told us to go out into the nations, make disciples of men, teach and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so because we have not been going out into the world where there is darkness and where we should be the light going out, the world has just been able to have its way and the enemy has been able to run rampant through our world and make it what it is today because we have lost contact 
with our assignment and we've lost contact with our assignment because we've lost contact with our authority and we've lost contact with our authority because we've lost contact with our identity as sons and daughters. So first we have to realize that we are sons and daughters of God. And from there we receive our authority to operate in who he has called us to be. And when we realize and understand who he's called us to be and we begin to operate in that seated authority, we are then able to receive our assignment to go out and be dispatched to do what he's called us to do in the different arenas. So I really hope this blessed you all today. Um, I'm, I feel I'm going to go ahead and pray us out and just pray over you all. Um, God, we just thank you for this podcast. We thank you for just having your way, God. God, I pray that your people will be able to understand who they are in you, God. I pray that they'll be able to understand their true identity as sons and daughters of God. I pray that we'll be able to come together as brothers and sisters and walk in unity, God, to fulfill what you have called us to do um, in the kingdom and in this world, God. And God, I just pray that we truly understand that um, you are our father and that we are your sons and daughters. And from that place, you have given us uh, authority that we are able to walk in and have dominion over this earth, God. And I just thank you that your people would come into full understanding that of who you have created them to be and that they can overcome anything of this world and who they are when they are co-seated with you, God. I thank you for calling us um, into one with you, calling us into one with love. And I just pray that you would go with your people wherever they may go. And I pray that they will be just be blessed by this podcast, God. And I pray that you would just continue to have your way, God. And I pray that um, more so rather than the people hearing me, God, that they would just hear what you had to say to them, God, on today, God in the name of Jesus. And I thank you that no weapon formed against your people shall be able to prosper. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. If you all would like to stay connected, um, I am on Instagram, Facebook, and my name is Charisma Demars, C-H-A-R-I-S-M-A-D-E-M-A-R-S. And I am Charisma Simone, Simone on TikTok. That is Charisma Simone on TikTok, C-H-A-R-I-S-M-A. S-A-M-O-N-E. And I look forward to um, connecting with you all. And I pray that this really blessed you.